the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump isn't likely to tone down his rhetoric on North Korea during his trip to Asia. The president has used colorful language in response to North Korea's nuclear tests, talking about fire and fury and being locked and loaded. White House National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster was asked if the president might modulate his rhetoric while overseas. I don't think the president really modulates his language. Have you noticed him do that? And McMaster says the president's rhetoric isn't the problem. I've been aware of the discussions about, hey, is this inflammatory? Now, what's inflammatory is the North Korean regime and, and what they're doing to, to threaten, uh, to threaten the, the world. Greg Clugston, the White House. After a stopover in Hawaii, Mr. Trump heads to Japan today, his first stop on his 12-day five-nation visit. A reminder, daylight saving time ends tomorrow morning at 2 a.m. Set your clocks back one hour. This is SRN News. Larry Elder doesn't see any evidence of collusion. That Paul Manafort may have had some offshore fund in order to avoid paying taxes, how does that affect Trump? And you know the Democrats aren't impressed because where's Nancy Pelosi and where's Maxine Waters and where's the, the hat lady and where are all the normal nut jobs coming out there yelling and screaming? Where are you? They said, is this it? Paul Manafort? Yeah, we knew. That's why Trump fired him. The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Just after 2 p.m. here in the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center and the Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next year on The Patriot. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to Brad Carlson at 2 p.m. right here on The Patriot. And for the best economic insight, turn to the King Banyan Show over on Business 1440. He's live Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and he's replayed Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on Business 1440. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, a wet day out there will hold steady at 40, a chance of a wintry mix early on Sunday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the show that said, said it's your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. Making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, uh, uh, which has been going on for, what, 15, almost 16 years now. is one of Minnesota's foremost political blogs uh, covering Minnesota politics, pop culture, history, music, you name it. Also found on the web at True North, looktruenorth.com, 10 years old now and still going strong, uh, the best uh, center-right public opinion in Minnesota, uh, all that, plus, uh, of course, much more going on as well, as we'll talk about later on in the broadcast here. So we're talking about, uh, we spent the first hour talking about uh, local elections in Edina, Bloomington, of course, uh, my current home of St. Paul. It's... Uh, and of course, it was set off by this decision this past week to to impose a Sopranos style trash collection system in the in the city of St. Paul, which is sort of a 
a, a, kind of a, a useful way of showing how government in St. Paul works. They are sort of your meat and potatoes uh, leftists. Still kind of almost moderate compared to Minneapolis in some ways. And that's a good thing in the sense that it's less crazy, less stupid, marginally less expensive. But it's head in the same place. You can tell that, that St. Paul is trying to keep up with the, the Johansons next door. And and they're making a game effort at it. I mean, it, the, the ink was barely dry on Minneapolis's $15 an hour minimum wage ordinance and on their sick time and vacation time ordinances uh, when St. Paul moved to do exactly the same thing. And it took them a few decades to catch up with uh, them on the whole socialized trash collection thing because while St. Paulites may not want to start their own businesses, <laughs> by golly, they certainly uh, do uh, value their trash collection. And by the way, watch for the Saint Paul to make, uh, city of St. Paul to make a move to uh, to pol- collectivize plowing the back alleys in St. Paul. That's one of the things in St. Paul that people in other cities are confused about. In St. Paul, you're on your own to keep your alley plowed. You contract with, uh, basically, you plow it out yourself. You get together with your neighbors, you shovel it out. You just drive over it all winter long and pack the snow down in a lot of cases. Or my block, we've been very lucky. We've had a uh, sort of a, a functional neighborhood group that has collected enough money every year to have a plow driver uh, on the block, usually. Uh, plow, you know, we, we give them a couple hundred bucks at the beginning of the season. And since they have to plow the alley to get to work anyway, uh, it works out well, and we've had alleys that are cleaner than the streets on either side of the block uh, for as long as I've lived on my block. It's been a great system, and of course the city wants to take that over, which will add more hours of plowing to cleaning up the city, and it'll get done, my alley will get done long after the alleys in Merriam Park and Crocus Hill and Irvine Park where and St. Anthony Park where the people with the political clout live, but it'll be an extra 25% to the hours that get paid to all the city employees who do the plowing. And that means more overtime and more dues being paid to the DFL and keeping them busy and, and fat and happy, which is what it's all about. So look for them to make a run at that next year. Now, but you can honestly say this, whatever befalls St. Paul, they may be heading for Minneapolis territory in terms of looney tuniness. But Minneapolis will always have three steps lead on St. Paul, maybe more, maybe half a block of lead. And they're fast. When it comes to catching up with liberal trends, they are fast, fast, fast. Now, we've seen some symptoms of this this past uh, week here. Uh, Well, week. I mean, we've been talking about this all year long. Now, the crime rate in Minneapolis is booming. The the crime rate in the city of Minneapolis is three times what it is in St. Paul. And it's been getting worse in St. Paul. But the crime rate in Minneapolis proper is, is last I checked, the murder rate in Minneapolis, it was eight per 100,000 people in the city of Minneapolis. Now, the, the murder rate in, in 2015 in Minnesota as a whole was 1.9 per 100,000 people. Now, that means two things. The murder rate in Minneapolis is four times what it is in the rest of Minnesota. But wait, that's not the whole story. It also means one-third of the state's murders take place in Minneapolis. One-third of the state's murders take place in a city with about 8% of the state's people. And so that means the murder rate in 
the entire state of Minnesota, if you leave out Minneapolis in the year 2015, the last year for which I have statistics, is right around one per 100,000 people. One. Uh, which is, by the way, half the murder rate in Norway. It's about the same murder rate you have in Hungary or Belgium. I, I mean, it's it's people people on the left jabber about why we don't have European-style murder rates. And we do, provided you leave out cities run by Democrats. And, and by the way, it's worse than that, because Minneapolis's murder rate is 8 per 100,000, as opposed to the rate of the rest of the state without them of about 1 per 100,000. But that 8 per 100,000 is heavily concentrated, shall we say, in one or two neighborhoods of, of, let's be honest, North Minneapolis, where criminal on criminal crime and criminal on innocent bystander crime has been booming. Not to the extent it was booming in, say, the early 1990s. It's not that bad yet. Because remember, crime has gone down by half nationwide over the last 20 years. So since the days of Murderapolis, when we had one of the highest murder rates in the country in Minneapolis, it's still way down. But in those two neighborhoods in North Minneapolis, near North and Camden, well, the stats in near North itself in 2015 should make you sit up and go, whoa. And we've talked about these on this broadcast before. In 2015, in the near North neighborhood in Minneapolis, an area with a population of, of 30,000 people, there were 30 murders. 30, three, zero. Which, if you do the math, is a murder rate of 100 per 100,000. Now, the most violent country on earth, Honduras, has a murder rate of 90 per 100,000, which is carnage. North Minneapolis is worse. The murder rate in the city of Chicago, in general, is 15 per 100,000, double Minneapolis. But remember, most of that takes place in blighted neighborhoods that are the beneficiaries of decades of Democrat control. Chicago's equivalents of North Minneapolis, which are, by the way, much worse than North Minneapolis. You look at Detroit. Detroit had a murder rate, last I checked, of around 30 per 100,000. But again, most of that is coordinated in the 80% of Detroit, excuse me, concentrated in the 80% of Detroit that's collapsing and falling apart. It's that limited area, not in the 20% of Detroit that's still semi-functional. Uh, same with places like New Orleans, which or St. Louis, which as of two years ago had a murder rate of something close to 50 per 100,000, well into the high 40s, maybe low 50s, New Orleans, Baltimore, cities like them. So Minneapolis is, is not quite to that level yet, but in, isola- in, in, in so far isolated areas of the city, Things are in terrible shape. So crime has been booming. It's at least three times the state average. And I think when the when we see the latest statistics for this last two years, it's going to be worse than that. Because crime throughout the state in general continues to drop, violent crime especially, gun crime especially. Whereas in Minneapolis and, yes, St. Paul, it's been on the uptick. Huh. Some other symptoms that are... are worth looking at as we head into a mayoral election in St. Paul. By the way, we've been talking the last couple of weeks with uh, Republican candidates for city council and park board in, in, in Minneapolis, uh, people who are doing their best to try and move the needle in that blighted, benighted, frightful city. 
Something else that came out in the uh, in the uh, city pages, which is is probably just a shade far to the left to be the official PR organ of the Minneapolis DFL, but they're doing their best. <laughs> By they, I mean the Minneapolis DFL is doing their best to move far enough left uh, to adopt the city pages as their official voice. Uh, they had a, a piece that came out this last week's uh, in this last week in the city pages. Uh, Friday, actually, by Susan Duh, uh, saying uh, the headline of the piece is uh, says that uh, Minneapolis's hotel taxes are down by two million dollars this past year, and and this uh, this piece reads. I'll just quote Susan Duh's piece in the uh, city pages. Quote. Uh, by the way, it's Susan Do, but she is just such an incredibly dishonest hack when it comes to uh, the subject of Second Amendment rights and gun issues that I just I have a hard time not being childish and, and referring to her that way. So a thousand pardons. The looming flood of Super Bowl tourists is a prime opportunity for Minneapolis to make some money on lodging taxes, which is cash cash used to bolster city services for residents uh, courtesy of out-of-town guests. Okay, but instead of cause, cause boy sticking it to those out of towners is that goal. But instead of uh, maximizing this revenue ahead of the biggest event of 2018, Minneapolis uh, lodging tax was inadvertently reduced on November or October 1st. The result, a projected loss of 1.6 to 1.8 million dollars per year. The missed opportunity in a Super Bowl year could be even greater. So how did this happen? Well, says Susan <clears throat> Dew, it all started last year when Republican legislators resisted funding light rail projects. Those darned Republicans. That led to the breakup of the regional five-county uh, count, uh, five counties transit improvement board, CTIB, uh, which raised money for public transportation to make up for the difference in funding that supported metro projects Hennepin County imposed a 0.5% sales tax. Now, there's a limit to how much taxes uh, the county, the state, and the city can impose. Uh, state law caps the city's cumulative state and local sales taxes to 13%. Darn, what a missed opportunity there. Lodging tax is a maximum rate of 3%. So when Hennepin County introduced that extra half-cent sales tax, the Minneapolis uh, law tax was, was forced to drop by the same amount. From 2.625% uh, down to, I believe, 2.125%, costing the city millions of dollars. Now, read, if you're a person who's blessed with some common sense, read between the lines of what Susan <clears throat> Dew has said. Because the five-county community transit improvement board was, quote, forced to break up by the Republican budget cuts, the uh, city decided to make up for that money to transit by changing the hotel lodging tax. In other words, uh, moving money from moving from confiscating money from out-of-town visitors to confiscating it from Minneapolitans to pay for choo-choo trains. More choo-choo trains. Running the city's business through its already ridiculous and confiscatory taxes, was not as important to the city of Minneapolis, which is supposed to be the city of Minneapolis's job, as running more choo-choo trains around the city from places where people aren't to where they don't want to go. So this is not about Republican perfidy. This is about Democrat priorities 
and the immaturity with which they approach running governments. Oh, more when we come back. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. We're not done yet. Nowhere close. Hello, Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review. Registered Richard representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. An important message from Medicare. It's Medicare Open Enrollment, now through December 7th. Time to go online and look at all your Medicare plan choices. Like prescription drug plans and Medicare Advantage plans from private insurers. Look for lower costs, more benefits. I'm open to that. Every year, plans change. So can your health needs. Open to something better? Start today. Use the tools at Medicare.gov. Or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. By the way, big news this past week. Donna Brazel, quote, found proof the DNC rigged the nomination for Hillary Clinton. Uh, 
in completely unrelated news, I'll be taking bets as to when Donna Brazzle, quote, commits suicide, end quote. Politburo flu. Oh, no, I'm just, it's, everyone jokes about it these days, everyone. Wishing nothing but a long, happy life to Donna Brazzle and everyone else who crosses Hillary in any way, shape, or form. The number to call should you care to join us, and I hope you do. We're also monitoring the conversation on Twitter. Hashtag N-A-R-N is the uh, place to go to to cash in on that part of the conversation. I want to say cash in. I mean join uh, this part of the conversation here. Uh, The (laughs) – the uh, by the way, we're talking uh, the uh, the, – Minneapolis mayor's race here that's coming up here. And just, I'm doing a quick rundown of the status of the city of Minneapolis and, and the way Minneapolis is, is being run. Uh, the, the city of Minneapolis, the DFL establishment, through one of their voices, their, their idiot younger cousin in the media, the city pages, and Susan <clears throat> Dew, uh, is complaining now that their hotel taxes are or hotel tax receipts are dropping because they spent within uh, they they t- took 5% of their legally mandated uh, tax cap and put it towards choo choo trains uh because that's their priority not dealing with the city's issues not taking not not paving streets collecting garbage and uh and policing the city no funding choo choos and now they're complaining about it remember it was St. Paul's, excuse me, Minneapolis's city council that made the decision to move that tax money to trains. And, and the Democrats will say, but no, no, that money, we need, we need to pay for the train. No, you don't need to pay for the trains. The, the mandate for every, every place but Minneapolis's and St. Paul's city governments and their respective counties is no, don't spend taxpayer money on trains. Certainly don't take our taxpayer money to move people from where they aren't, your city, to where they don't want to go, another place in your city. Use your confiscatory taxes to pay for your wasteful, inefficient, feather-bedded infrastructure. Well... Minneapolis DFLers are complaining about that. In the meantime, they are, again, through a, a different branch of Minneapolis's uh, DFLs, the Minneapolis DFLs unofficial, uh, but let's be honest, official uh, voice, uh, their, their ad hoc PR firms, the City Pages. This is a piece uh, by a fellow named Daniel Hendrickson, who uh, has apparently moved into the City Pages uh politics beat a piece that was the cover story of this last week's city pages for those of you who pay attention to what's on the city pages uh, it's occasionally worth it just to see the exposed id of the the dfl uh shown to you not just the dfl but the dfl's far left wing a piece that came out this past week entitled how minneapolis became ground zero for a liberal uprising it's basically a puff piece about a woman named uh, ginger jensen who is basically Minneapolis's version of, of Bernie Sanders. Uh, on its face, the Marcy, this is a piece by this uh, Hendrickson fella in the city pages. On its face, uh, who, by the way, is different from Susan <clears throat> Dew, 
only in that uh, he's a different person, <laughs> basically the same kind of writer. Uh, I mean, fully fully engaged hack for the for the far left. On its face, the Marcy Holmes Neighborhood Association Ice Cream Social uh, a week or two ago looks like business as usual on all fronts. Uh, but stop by Ginger Jensen's table, however, and she'll tell you that community events like this are where the revolution begins. She's an openly socialist candidate for the Minneapolis City Council's third ward, which runs from the U through downtown to the North Loop. Oh, there's a shock. Looking to capitalize on her prominence is the face of the movement to raise the city's minimum wage to 15 bucks, Promising to take on big business and making, quote, tax the rich, a campaign slogan of sorts, she's energizing a long-dormant coalition of the left, hoping to turn voters, worn thin by democratic timidity, into insurrectionists. And much to the chagrin of Minneapolis's reigning power structure, she might just win. Now, let's go back and unpack that paragraph, because this explains so much about politics in Minneapolis. You have a city council in Minneapolis where Barb Goodman is considered a moderate, where Betsy Hodges is considered a, mo- a moderate that among the, the three mayoral candidates, and, and Jacob Fry is considered the conservative. A gun-grabbing, pro-lifer, $15-an-hour minimum wager, but one who urged some caution because it might hurt big business. In other words, those rich, small business people who are being yanked around like silly putty by the Minneapolis City Council and its virtue signaling on minimum wage and benefits for low-wage workers. And, and this is in a city council where Barb Goodman is considered a moderate, and Alondra Cano is just ever so slightly to the left of mainstream. And yet for a good chunk of the city's loudest, most obstreperous DFL uh, left wing, the left wing of the left wing, from the university up through the north, <laughs> through, through hipster town, that's not far enough left. Going back to the City Pages piece, given the city's liberal tradition, one might be forgiven for assuming a fertile environment for such a campaign to grow. But she's fought pushback from just about every facet of civic life, from op-eds lamenting the, quote, activist agenda and news articles referring to her as a single-issue candidate to town halls hosted by business organizations and outright hostility from conservatives outstate. Well, I'm not out state. I don't know if I call it hostile. I call it bemused because when the city pages talk about pushback from the establishment against Ginger Jensen uh, about her far left by Minneapolis standards agenda, which is far left by Metro standards, itself, which is far left by Minnesota standards, which is left of center by national standards, you're not talking about a footloose-style battle between the the, the wild kids and and John Lithgow's stodgy, stiff-upper-lift conservative older generation. You're talking about the far left and the far, far, far left eating each other. 
You're not talking about Republican versus Democrat. You're not talking about progressive versus libertarian. You're not talking about red versus blue. In the case of Ginger Jensen versus uh, his her opponent, who, by the way, is a fellow named Steve Fletcher, who founded a community-based neighbor group called Neighbors Organizing for Change, which advocates for low-income residents by fighting against foreclosures and rising rents. In other words, another group like the Democratic Socialists that wants to repeal the free market even further in Minneapolis, making him, as the city pages points out, no stranger to the active message Jensen is running on. So when people like the city pages say that Ginger Jensen is a Don Quixote-like voice against the establishment that is capturing the zeitgeist of a, of a of a millennial generation, and we'll get to that in a moment here in Minneapolis, that, that wants to push the city farther to the left because the city just isn't far enough to the left as it is. <laughs> You're not talking left versus right. You're not talking conservative versus progressive. You're not talking red versus blue. You're talking about Giancana versus Gotti. You're talking about factional warfare between two different factions of a one-party city. You're talking Andropov versus Chernyenko. You're talking about the Cultural Revolution versus the Wreckers. (laughs) Minneapolis has stepped over <laughs> into the looking glass, or it's about to, because this is this is a race where, literally, Steve Fletcher, someone who would probably fit in well in the Cuban Politburo, is being hailed as a moderate against Ginger Jensen, out-and-out socialist. If she wins, by the way, she stands to push an all-blue city council even further to the left on a range of core issues such as affordable housing, business regulation, and community policing. Because goodness knows Minneapolis needs to move further to the left on all of those. Minneapolis is on its way towards becoming a cold Caracas, and that will bring us to the next order of business when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. self-motivated and creative? Oh, you betcha, yeah. Do you believe in the importance of small business? Oh, yeah. Then call us. We're looking to add an additional account executive here at Salem Media Twin Cities, and you may be perfect for our team. If you're outgoing and enjoy helping local businesses reach their potential, call today at 651-289-4418. That's 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Fall is finally here, and as you spend more time indoors relaxing with friends and family, make sure you knock out your number one home improvement project with SelectBlinds.com. Whether you're cooped up watching your favorite show or hanging with friends for the big game, nothing complements your interior more than SelectBlinds.com. Select Blinds makes ordering blinds online simple and easy. Select and order high-quality, easy-to-install blinds, shades, and shutters today. 
With products you've seen on all your favorite home improvement shows, SelectBlinds.com is an interior makeover essential. Select Blinds has the most online reviews and five-star ratings on the planet. SelectBlinds.com really is the simple and smart way to buy blinds. To get the best deals on blind shades and shutters, shop today at SelectBlinds.com. Remember to mention our show at checkout using the drop-down menu. Let SelectBlinds.com upgrade your home today. SelectBlinds.com People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist, and more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Welcome to our show, eh? Hey, good day to you too, eh? It's hot tub season again. Love it. Cool nights, hanging out with the family in the backyard. It's the perfect way to end your day. You know it. And Premier Pool and Spa has your hot tub waiting for you, eh? Your hot tub should be an Arctic spa built in Canada for these Minnesota winters. Yup. Come and see the total difference in an Arctic spa. Yeah, visit Premier Pool and Jan Essen today at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously at PremierPools.com. Take off, eh? AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call. Hey, don't forget my band, the Supreme Soviet of Love's album release party a week from tomorrow at O'Gara's. Nothing. Hope you can pop on down for that. We'll be uh, going on stage at 8 o'clock. He'll be out by 9, 9.15 or so. He'll be home in time for the Walking Dead rerun at 10 o'clock or the news or whatever it is you do on Sunday nights when you're not out uh, doing things you haven't done in 25, 30 years in a lot of cases. <laughs> Hope to have some guests uh, guests there on stage with us, too. It should be a lot of fun if, if all the current plans come through. It should actually be uh, a fun, fun night. Either way, it's going to be a blast. I've been looking forward to this um, to this gig, by the way, for officially for about six months now. That I've been trying to plan this thing, and uh, really more like 30-odd years that I've been trying to put out an album. Well, no, I tried to put out an album for about four or five years. The plan remained dormant for another 24 years, and then for about another year I've been thinking about it again. So we'll just call it three decades uh, and call it square amongst yourselves. Anyway, uh, big weekend next weekend, like I said, Elephant in the Room. My uh, my top forty, co- uh, my fifties through nineties cover uh, cover band, out at the Sundance in Maple Grove. It's on Foxwood Lane, I think, just north of uh, six ten. I think it is. 
um, if I recall correctly. I'll post a map at Shot in the Dark at some point here. And uh, also, uh, that's uh, going to be from 8 o'clock until midnight uh, next Saturday night as the first night of our world tour 2017. Tour comes to St. Paul the next night, the 12th, for uh, Supreme Soviet of Love and our album release party for the album Sea Red, which, by the way, again, as I mentioned before, is on sale right now on Amazon, on iTunes, on any music streaming site near you. It's on pre-sale right now. One song's available. You buy, uh, you buy the album, it'll download for you here in a week, at the end of the week, or yeah, just buy the CD at, uh, at Amazon. I'll be posting the CD link at shotinthedark.info as well here. I think you can also get them at Amazon and iTunes, but we'll figure that out. Uh, we're heading up towards uh, something I very rarely do, my endorsement uh, in, a, in, a, in a political course. I very rarely endorse candidates for any political office because partly because I figured no one cares what I think. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm a Chinook talk show host and blogger from St. Paul. And uh, I don't seek to force my opinion or even suggest my opinion onto anyone else. But I think this is an important race for the city of Minneapolis. And therefore I am going to endorse a candidate for mayor and what the heck? I may even just stretch down and endorse one for city council as well here. But that's coming up in a moment here. First, let's go to the phones in Edina. Steve, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the air. Thanks for taking my call, Mitch. My pleasure. I, uh, I've i been following the uh, uh, Minneapolis Strib editorial page and more specifically Lori Sturdivant, and you're dead, dead on. Even they, as liberal as they are, are concerned about how far left this Ginger Jensen is and some of the other candidates for office in Minneapolis. And even they're afraid that, that uh, the far left is going to take the city off the, uh, off the edge. It, it reminds me a lot of my next-door neighbor during the election. She was a big Hillary Clinton supporter. Mm-hmm. And I kept on suggesting, you know, what's wrong with Bernie Sanders? He's just the logical extension of your liberalism. Oh, no, he's too far left. He's unelectable. He's, he's too <laughs> radical. Yeah. All they are, all they are, I said, Bernie's just a logical extension of where you're going to take us. But I'm noticing that same attitude on the part of Lori, Lori Sturdivant and the Strib. Even they are fearful of what's happening to that city. But as, they, uh, as they've sown, so shall they reap. Absolutely. And by the way, this is what comes from, from spending your entire political capital for a generation or two now on, on trying, trying to build a one-party city. I mean, calling people like, like Tom Emmer and Jeff Johnson extremists. I don't think they called Jeff Johnson an extremist, but they certainly said that about Tom Emmer and treated Tom Emmer like an extremist when he ran for governor, treating the Tea Party as an extremist organization. Thank you very much, Steve. Absolutely. They've, uh, they created a monster they, now they don't like the fact that the monster, monster has slipped its leash and is running amok and is in danger. I'm not being hyperbolic here. Well, a little hyperbolic, but not very hyperbolic in saying that this movement to the left, which is not news to anyone, by the way, that this movement to the left is going to turn Minneapolis into a cold Caracas. I mean, it's it's starting. It's starting. Small businesses are leaving. Restaurants who are operate on less of a margin than most of most of small businesses are folding Uh, minneapolis's business community is is uh, is starting to wake up a little bit uh the 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 city pages article notes that the downtown council is is which by the way 
has been feeding the kitty for the DFL, but the moderate DFL for a generation or two, is finally waking up and seeing that this socialist lunacy that is breaking out in Minneapolis, and which of which Ginger Jensen is only the blackhead pimple. I mean, the rest of the acne is just the same. Alondra Cano is a whitehead zit of socialism. Ginger Jensen is just the oozing blackhead. You can feel free to quote me on that. The rest of the Minneapolis City Council is just a bunch of, of run-of-the-mill acne. Betsy Hodges has been has spent her entire four-year term as just that 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 kind of pimple that won't quite go away but won't entirely break out. It's the blemish on the skin. The rest of the city council is 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 the, is, is the rough. Your Alondra Canos and your some of the other ones are are, are breaking out into whiteheads. Just all we have. I mean, Ginger Jensen is the first zit you notice if she does get elected, and you have to notice her because. She has raised three times as much as any other candidate in this election and twice as much as any city council candidate has ever raised in the city of St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. So clearly, and, and by the way, she makes great hay out of never taking money from corporations, although she takes plenty of it from nonprofits, which are political corporations and she you know, represents many of these, uh, what the city pages calls an alphabet soup of grassroots, <laughs> grassroots organizations operating outside of the traditional DFL structure, which, by the way, is a deflection on the part of the city pages acting in its uh, role as a PR agent for the Minnesota far left. Uh, these, quote, grassroots, quote, nonprofit organizations do operate outside the traditional DFL structure but not outside the traditional big left. In fact, these are the foot soldiers of the traditional big left. These are, to the big left, what Christopher Moltisanti <laughs> was to the Sopranos, a foot soldier. What, what Patsy Parisi was to the Sopranos, a foot soldier. Someone who go, these are the people who got and bust the knees for the big left. Not necessarily the DFL establishment, that we know now, but the DFL establishment that we're going to have in a few years here. And by the way, Ginger Jensen, again, merely the blackhead on the face of the Minnesota of the Minneapolis DFL so far. Because this has been going on for for a while now. Last year, Phyllis Kahn was ejected from her seat, perhaps the most far left leaning place in Minnesota, her her district on the on the on the West Bank, similar, by the way, to uh, Ginger Jensen's uh, turf. I think they actually coincide in some places for not being far enough to the left. She's replaced with Ilhan Omar, who is both Somali and far to Phyllis Khan's left. And, and you've been seeing this all over Minneapolis, city council candidates replacing Merely loony lefties with babbling, drooling, insane lefties like Alondra Cano, like Ilhan Omar, like like people who make Betsy Hodges look like a fiscal moderate for all of her. By the way, for all of her virtue signaling, for all of the time and money she's wasted signaling her virtue on social issues and against Donald Trump, Betsy Hodges is the financially responsible one.
the big question is is not what what's going to happen with Ginger Jensen's seat. She very merry well very merry, very well may win. The big question is is someone even crazier, Raymond Dane, going to win? I you and me you you me just amongst the few thousand of us here, I think he will. Although I'm going to do my best to change that, and and we'll do that in the next segment here, because I'm going to, I'm going to break with my tradition and endorse a candidate for mayor of Minneapolis. I've never done it before. I may never do it again. Uh, but I'm going to endorse a candidate for mayor of Minneapolis because I believe Minneapolis is at a crossroads, at the at the precipice of a crossroads, as little Carmine said. By the way, yes, can you tell I just finished binge-watching Sopranos? Yes. Yes, I did. How can you tell? What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> and we'll be talking about that after the break here. But I just uh, you're seeing all the signs out there. I mean, when you see the Star Tribune, uh, including the editorial board's institutional voice, of the mainstream center-left DFL, Laurie Sturdivant, visibly sweating in writing about the rise of the, I don't want to call them the lunatic left, because the lunatic left already runs Minneapolis. No, we're talking the barking at the moon left running Minneapolis. After decades of calling the likes of Alan Quist and Tom Emmer and me extremists, calling the Tea Party extremists, they're getting their just desserts. And the people are about to speak in some of these races. In, in Hipster Town, the, the part where the West Bank, Cedar Riverside, the, the, the Loop, uh, Nicollet Island, the loonies have already spoken. And they haven't begun to <laughs> get their just desserts from this yet because it takes a century to build a city, and it takes a while for a city to collapse. At one point, Newark was one of America's great manufacturing capitals. At one point, Detroit was the greatest manufacturing hub in the world. At one point, Camden, New Jersey was one of the great shipbuilding centers of America. And that didn't happen over the course of one mayor, one city council, one presidential election. But it happened. Minneapolis is a great city. Nothing says it has to stay that way. And that's going to be the point of my endorsement coming up next. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The AM 1280, The Patriot. We all know Minnesota is a great state to live and work in. But what if we're falling behind? At Americans for Prosperity Foundation, we're sharing lessons and reforms from around the country. From tax reform to school funding to corporate welfare that will put Minnesota back on track and ensure everyone gets their chance at the American dream. Check out DoBetterMinnesota.com. That's DoBetterMinnesota.com. Americans for Prosperity Foundation, Saturday evenings at 6 on AM 1280, The Patriot.
This is an important message for anyone with Medicare. You may be eligible for an all-in-one Medicare plan with extra benefits that may include dental, vision, hearing aids, and more. For one affordable monthly plan premium, some with a $0 monthly premium, you may be able to get coverage for your hospital visits, doctor appointments, prescription drugs, routine care, dental care, eyeglasses and contact lenses, hearing aids, and possibly more. Today may be the first time you've heard about this type of Medicare plan. The advisors at the eHealth.com helpline are licensed in insurance agents and are standing by to tell you more. Call 1-800-279-3366 or visit ehealth.com to see if you qualify for these benefits. Call 1-800-279-3366 or visit ehealth.com now. Call 1-800-279-3366. You must continue to pay your Medicare Part B premium. The availability of a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan in your area is not guaranteed. Benefits, including premium, will vary based on the plan options for which you qualify. Mike Gallagher here for Relief Factor. You might be asking, who should consider ordering Relief Factor? Well, anyone with pain that's keeping them from doing things that bring joy to their life. Maybe taking a long walk, not having the pain, riding a bike, playing golf again without pain, opening a jar or sewing or using a hammer, even rolling out of bed every morning without pain. For me, I had hip replacement. And then I had a little bit of a scooter accident in New York, left me miserable, aches and pains, until I started taking Relief Factor. Heard about them on the radio. I started to take Relief Factor a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. You know what? I was completely pain-free. I want to prove it to you by you taking the three-week quick start from Relief Factor. It's only $19.95. Do you know 80% of those who take the quick start order again? We know it works. So if your pain isn't worth the price of a cup of coffee a day to lower, then you're not in much pain. If it is worth it, try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, Relief Factor. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. There are safe investments that take out the risk of loss, and that sounds too good to be true, but it's not. There's hybrid investment vehicles that have been created. Things change all the time. We always say, you know, we used to ride horses, now we drive cars. Investment vehicles have changed. Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. You're here to join me, and I always welcome you to join me. So, I'm going to do something, like I said, I almost never do. I, I'm going to endorse... A uh, political candidate. Now, as I've said before, I think the practice of media outlets endorsing candidates does more harm than good. And I think I've done it twice in 15 years uh, and only in circumstances that I thought were dire enough to warrant it. Maybe three or four times. I, I, it's hard to remember them all. I, everything I've read. My, my post count on my blog is up to 16,000. So it's hard to know exactly what I've done over 15 years. But we're up to one of those circumstances today that warrants uh, an endorsement of a candidate. Because Minneapolis uh, joins St. Paul, uh, where, by the way, my city of St. Paul, I'm not going to endorse a mayoral election. I think Pat Harris is probably the least objectionable of the candidates. But it's, it's like picking, okay, who do you want to have breaking your knees if your store doesn't pay protection? A, a Giancana or a Lucchese? I mean, big whoop. Your knees are still broken, right? So it's just St. Paul, whatever. Uh, I'll probably vote for Pat Harris, maybe, 
Who knows? <sighs> you can tell how thrilled I am by my options in, in St. Paul. Uh, Minneapolis but is holding its mayoral election. Now, and this is what I think is important. This, I, I think it may be one of the more important mayoral elections in, mayor, in uh, Minneapolis history because uh, – it's a one-party bureaucracy. It's basically a one-party autocracy in St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. There are quite a few candidates in the running. Uh, and the top three, uh, four, Betsy Hodges, well, the top three are Betsy Hodges, Ray Dane, and uh, Jacob Fry, who is being painted as the moderate, even though the guy is, is to the left of anything you see running for any office in St. Paul, at least credibly. But only... One of the candidates for mayor is perfect for Minneapolis at this stage in its history. And it's with that in mind that I, I after deep thought and a lot of soul searching and a lot of real serious heavy duty analysis, that I reached my decision to uh, make an endorsement in the Minneapolis mayoral election. And so with that in mind, I uh, hereby endorse <clears throat> Nakima Levy Pounds. No, no, hear me out. I endorse Nakima. It was a long, hard decision. It really was, choosing choosing Levy Pounds over Ray Dane. In fact, it was a really close call. Uh, just hear me out here. Uh, here's my reasoning for this endorsement. Minneapolis is doomed. It's screwed. Minneapolis is, is on the slide to hell. <laughs> Socially, economically, financially. Uh, Minneapolis is... is in the same vortex that has sucked down Camden and Newark and Flint and Cincinnati and New Orleans and St. Louis and Detroit and parts of Chicago and the rest of Chicago soon and Stockton and Oakland and city after city after city. I mean, Minneapolis is doomed. Barring a major change, barring a, a change of heart in 51% of the electorate on Tuesday, Minneapolis is doomed. Even as the city's business sector is floundering in taxes and regulations and and being forced to pay for the city's virtue signaling, the idiot city council in Minneapolis has poured out more regulations, uh, mandatory sick time, an artificial hike in the minimum wage that's not being called for by the market, and much more beyond that. Plus, crime in North Minneapolis is rising even as the rest of the state becomes dramatically safer and more peaceful, while Minneapolis's government... The council, the mayor, even, to some extent even the police, divert themselves with social justice fripperies and, and unicorn chasing and virtue trumpeting. Now, in, in most of the country, this sort of aimless dithering would be rewarded by a, a voter uprising and a, and a turnover in government. But Minneapolis is a one-party city. It is. It's, it's no more politically diverse than, than East Berlin was in 1974. Most Republicans outside of a plucky, defiant little minority that we, we spent the last few weeks talking with have moved to places where productivity, actual freedom are actually appreciated. So a political solution is out of the question in Minneapolis. I mean, barring an overwhelming change in heart of 51% of the city's electorate, well, 31% to go on top of the 20% that might vote Republican on a good with a tailwind. Minneapolis is doomed. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not in 2020. But eventually, Minneapolis is on its path to being 
a cold New Orleans, a cold St. Louis, a cold Caracas. And so since a political solution is out of the question, the free market is going to have to do the job. And the way the free market does the job with something that has regulated itself beyond regulation by the market is by complete collapse. For the good of the whole state of Minnesota, in perpetuity, Minneapolis has to collapse under the weight of its three-generation-long bout of insanity. It's marinating itself in progressive politics. It's got to go bankrupt. It's got to stay bankrupt. Its residents must feel the full pain of the consequences of their decades of drinking the Kool-Aid through a fire hose. Now, it was a tough decision endorsing Nakima Levy Pounds over Ray Dane because Ray Dane promises to bring that collapse around in a huge hurry. He's a tax-and-spend ultra-progressive who will make the current policies look downright moderate in comparison. But Nakima Levy Pounds will add to it a level of anger, of conspiracy-mongering racism. She'll, she'll add a focus on identity politics that will accelerate things, add a wrinkle to the financial collapse of the city, the social collapse of the city, and, and nauseate the tiny res- residue of remaining Minneapolitans of all races with any sense of morality to either move or maybe, mirabili dictu, fight for real change. And so I endorse... Nakima Levy-Pounds from Mayor of Minneapolis. Here's hoping. God bless you all. God bless America. God help Minneapolis. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills? Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. If you owe back taxes, call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Don't delay. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-364-9188. 800-364-9188. Optima Tax Relief. Beautiful. I'm Madison Reed, and my mom named her revolutionary hair color company after me. My mom taught me that women can do anything they set their mind to. Hi, I'm Madison's mom, Amy Errett. I founded Madison Reed with the idea to create luxurious, ammonia-free, salon-quality atom hair color that saves women time and money. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, multi-dimensional, shiny hair. I'm proud to say Madison Reed is a female-led company. From our chief marketing officer to our master colorist, we're all women and top experts in our field. Founded in love, we are a hair color company led by women, made for women. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code GRATEFUL. 
That's code GRATEFUL. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Bingo. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I am the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. This is three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.